It's been three weeks too long. There's some things I'm excited to talk about and others, not so much. Let's dive right in. Go! back with the Making Waves, an NFL confidence pool podcast. I'm your host, Mac. And I'm your host, Bob. And if you couldn't tell, we are pretty excited to be back. It has been three weeks too long. One, due to sickness. My apologies. I was dealing with quite a bit of crud, so was not feeling up to recording. One, obviously due to the Thanksgiving holiday, so unfortunately we did not get to do our Thanksgiving-themed game rundown that we typically do each year, but I'm sure we'll still bring up some things maybe we're thankful for throughout this podcast. Tis the season, am I right? I mean, Thanksgiving, you can extend it all you want, because sometimes Christmas comes into it, and why don't we just extend Thanksgiving a little bit? Well... I really like where your head's at, and tis the season is right, and most importantly, now that once this episode drops, it is officially December 1st, and I mean, I feel like it's been the Christmas season since November 1st, but now even the naysayers, such as my co-host here, cannot deny the fact that it is Christmas season, it's holly, it's jolly, and we are so excited to be back. We hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving, and we are just so excited to basically talk about Christmas for the next 26 days. Well, I will say one of us will probably be talking about Christmas for the next 26 days. I don't know that both of us will be, but that's okay. I I, I will as well. I will as well. I know you uh, will. I'm sorry. Just talk about myself. Probably not so much. Oh, okay. Got it. I'm one of those. Bob's one of those. Halloween is over, so Christmas begins. I'm one of those. You have to give Thanksgiving its due respect as a holiday. And so... Did, I, I don't I don't really jump straight into Christmas and even right after Thanksgiving. I don't know. Maybe the week of Christmas. Oh, for me. that's that's disappointing, especially because I feel like your wife, your lovely wife that I know you'd do anything for. I, I'm pretty sure that she loves Christmas almost as much, if not more, which is saying a lot as me. So are you like, just she like, does you're, are that's you, a good point. She yeah. does. And I always now at this point, if she wants to watch a Christmas movie, we can watch a Christmas movie. Am I thrilled about it? But I, would I do it for her? Absolutely. Any day. That's so sweet. <laughs> but anyways, we digress. Typical. It's been three weeks, but Bob and I are still the exact same. Oh, yeah. So we've got a lot going on. Obviously, we missed two weeks of breakdowns of how we're doing in Confidence Pool League. Spoiler alert, you didn't miss much because Bob and I have yet to win the Buko Bucks. But if you want to give us a quick little recap of how we've been looking in the past two weeks, or maybe even just an overall kind of standing update before we jump into week 13. Yes, I can do that. So um, I'm going to take us back two weeks real quick. So two weeks ago was not our best. We ended up with our worst of the season. So that ended up being a really good week uh, to miss. Obviously, we were really bummed that Mac was sick. But there's a few reasons that I was not as bummed to miss the episode right after uh Mac and the rest of the girls came to Chicago for the, the Lions-Bears game. So I have a feeling that we're not going to talk about that at all this podcast because we're really going to you know, have a crunch crunch for time. So, oh, Don't worry. Oh. We will be getting into oh. all of that week. I was uh, a, little, a little afraid about that. But 
Yes, we got a 55 that week, which are, was our worst of the season. Um, that was a, a bad weekend for all of us for for many reasons. Um, the winner was at 76, though, so that was just that was a tough week. Last week was for sure our best week in terms of chances we had to win the Buco Bucks at the end. Last year when me and Max started this, we had like a four or five week stretch where we changed our confidence on the Monday night game like every single week because we had a chance in like all of those first five to win the Buco Bucks. Last week was our first chance. We made the switch. Unfortunately, even if the Cardinals would have won, which they didn't, um, we would have been a couple points short because the person who was ahead of us or one of the, the people ahead of us did the same thing. So we ended up with 75 last weekend. We could taste the Buco Bucks. So we were really thinking that this week was going to be the week, and we ended up with an even 100. Good omen? Not so much. Uh, we ended up missing six games. We missed the Bucks at 11. We missed the Titans at 1. Sorry about that one, Max. She tried to tell me Bengals. I didn't want to listen. We missed the Broncos at 3. Surprise, surprise. Why we keep picking Russ and the Broncos? I don't know. Uh, we missed the Ravens at 12. We missed the Seahawks at 7. And finally, we missed the Colts at 2. So... It's like we don't even listen to our own podcast, the fact that we keep yeah. choosing the horses between the Broncos and the Colts, but, you know, they just keep disappointing us. What are oh, we doing? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, they never fail to let us down, and especially for me this past week, the Colts ind- individually let me down in and of themselves oh. because Bob and I played each other in fantasy football this week, and I needed 14 points with Najee Harris and Paris Campbell of the Indianapolis Colts. Heading into the Monday night football game. Did you get him? Oh, Bob, I was just getting into that. Uh, Najee got about 10 points, killed it first half. Walks out just before halftime with an injury, never to return again. And also on our injury report, actually he's not because I'm, there's so many, I'm only focusing on IRs and out. But he, yeah, left for before the halftime and I saw that didn't have enough. And I knew I was doomed at that point. I needed four points from Paris Campbell. That's, you know, two catches, literally two catches. And Colts just let me down again, and I'm done. I'm done with them. Folks, I feel like the football gods finally smiled down on me for the first time in what feels like about 29 years. But, yeah, me and Mac made a bet, and we will obviously get into that a little later. I'm really excited about it. I'm sure Mac is as well. But Mm -hmm. I gave Mac three choices. She chose one. And, I mean, yeah, I'm sure she was expecting to – have me do this one because my team has been really bad. Her team hasn't been much better, but it has been better the last couple of weeks. Thank you. I appreciate that. I actually was expecting me to do it. So I chose, oh. I felt like the lesser of the the three evils. Cause I think another one was had to eat something else on the podcast again. I couldn't do that. And yep. another one was like, get pied in the face 11 times. Oh, or wait, actually, I think that might've been another bet that somebody lost within the past two, three weeks. Hmm. You remember that? I don't remember. I like to block out like traumatic experiences. Mm. So uh, I don't remember the game that we went to a couple weekends ago, and I do not remember getting pied. Mm. Thankfully, my brain likes to close off to traumatic experiences, like I said. But I digress. Uh, we had a bet going into the last night, Monday night. I had nobody, as Max said, she had two. I checked around halftime. I was like, okay, Max got it. I'm going to have to do our bet. Never root for injuries, obviously, but I did see that Najee was out for the rest of the game. Um, and I checked at the end of the game, Mac was 1.1 point behind me, a.k.a. Yeah. A, a two-yard catch for Paris Campbell would have gotten her 1.2. Last play of the game, Matt Ryan, he throws to Campbell, drops pass, and the football gods gave me a little pat on the booty and said, there's one for you, pal. So 
Yeah, brutal. So you beat me twice in fantasy this year, and I don't think you've ever beat me before this season, but now you beat me twice. But I will say I will take a Lions win over the Bears <laughs> any day over a fantasy football win against you, Bob. And that's just what I got two weeks ago, if you'll remember. Just a quick touchback before we move forward. Do we Obviously, have to- we've got to relive it because we didn't get a chance to the week after. Travel all the way to Chicago. You know, there was 12 of us that went to the game. Only three of the individuals there were Bears fans, Bob, Jen, and Mario. The rest of us all cheering for the Lions. The Lions were looking dismal in the beginning. They were down 14 at one point. Bob turned to one of our other friends and said, I can't talk to Mac anymore because I can tell she's really upset. I was definitely a little upset. I turned to Nick at one point. I said, I cannot get pied in the face 11 times. I am not prepared for this. And she said, just hold on. The game is not over yet. This is halftime. They come out. They score. They score again. Pick six. The Bears come back and score again. Missed field goal. Then the Lions score again to take the lead. And the Lions obviously won. Bob got pied in the face 11 times. Do you have anything that you'd like to touch on with that game? Yeah, I'd like to uh, <clears throat> recount my experiences. It's like my brain just opened up with that story. So thank you for helping me re- relive that misery. Yeah, I was trying to be out. a little descriptive. You know, it was also the chill yep. in the air. And yep. we were literally in the very last row of the entire stadium. We literally were. Our noses <laughs> were bleeding the at the top. the in the house. <laughs> we could see the lake. We could see Navy Pier. We could see the skyline. We could see Indiana, for goodness sake. And that's not an exaggeration. It was beautiful. Everything was just setting up so great. I was giving Mac a couple of glances. The Bears are up 14 in the fourth quarter. And I literally turned to one of our friends and I said, I need to remember that they travel a long way. Best friends are in town. Uh, we're all hanging out, having a great time. And I'm like, I don't want to rub it in too much. I don't want to be a, uh-oh, explicit. I don't want to be a dick. So I literally in my head was like, I need to, I need to ramp down the clapping a little bit because the game was over. The Bears were up by 14 in the fourth quarter. I was flying high. I was picturing where I was going to pie Mac, maybe the hair, maybe the side of the face, maybe under the chin. I was daydreaming. And then, yeah, I mean, no no offense to the Lions, but when you're up by 14 in the fourth quarter against the Lions in Chicago, you should probably win that game. And uh, my boys lost by one in heartbreaking fashion. So mm. it was tough. Um, everyone was very nice about the pieing, except one person <laughs> got me in the hair, which was crazy. Uh, who was that? <laughs> hmm. I'm sure our wave riders could never guess who did that. Uh, I did. I got double because the one of the Bears fans refused to pie Bob in the face, as well as one of our other friends, Tyrese. He, well, I guess he wasn't a Lions fan, but he's he's an Eagles fan, and so he wanted to leave it for all the Lions fans to enjoy in the in just the like greatness of pieing Bob in the face afterwards. So I got two. And I, I got him right, one in the front, one in the back. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Instagram page. She got me right in the kisser. She got me right in the kisser. And I, and honestly, I think the other person that hit me the hardest was your wife. So you guys were really working. You guys were really working so together too. on that one. I think and so too. She came out strong the first one. And she then she was strong. very gentle. She was very gentle the second time. Yep, she was. So shout out Tyrese for not wanting to pie me. But brother, in the end, that actually ended up being uh, worse for me because Matt got two and uh, Lily got two as well. So that was that was not the greatest. But other than that, it was the greatest of weekends. Um, unfortunately, I was nauseous for about two days after because I could not get that vanilla whipped cream out of my nostril. But then I, you know, drove the girls to the airport the next day. I was being so cordial. I could still, smell, could still smell the vanilla. But, you know, a deal's a deal. I know Mac would have taken the 11 pies. And uh, I'm really excited for her to have to do the bet that she lost in fantasy. So, yes, the Bears for sure lost the battle. 
Bob lost the battle, but the war is not over. Mm. Uh, the Lions and Bears play in Detroit on New Year's Day. It's going to be mm-hmm. an, ama- an amazing start to 2023. Um, and I know we'll go You're over right. that in a couple weeks, but uh, yeah, that was. It really is going to be amazing for us. I'm so excited. Us? Are you, are you a Bears fan all of a sudden? Us uh, Lions, Lions folks, because, I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll still be in the hunt for the playoffs, so we got to play our heart out. Whereas God. I think the Bears might be out of it, so. Hey, we're three and nine. There's okay, still a okay. chance. Sorry, sorry. There's always a path. There's always there's, a path forward. There's always a path. So. Speaking of, sorry. No, I was just saying, we digress, and I know we've got a lot of games to go over, and I, I'm sure Mac would love to chat about the Bears-Lions game for another 45 minutes, but. We don't want to lose the listeners for this week, am I right? It's true. And I was going to say, speaking of a path forward, let's clear a path forward, move on to week 13. Uh, I had a great transition and you jumped in, but it's all right. Classic to me. (laughs) Classic. Uh, Week 13, let's kick it off with our injuries. As I mentioned before, there are a ton of questionables. So I really just focused on any individuals that were put on IR or have already been determined as out for this weekend just because there's so much going on at this point in the season. I mean, guys are missing practice left and right, and that's all you need to do to be listed as a questionable. You just have to miss one practice throughout the week, and that happens often for rest or things of that nature. So looking at some of the bigger ones, we've got Zach Ertz, who was placed on injured reserve. Rondell Moore is out for this upcoming weekend. Kyle Pitts for the Atlanta Falcons is placed on injured reserve and may not return for the rest of the season. Von Miller is out for this weekend for the Buffalo Bills. couple that Bob's probably pretty concerned about, uh, Eddie Jackson and Darnell Mooney on the Bears have both been placed on IR. Um, The only questionable, two questionable players that I listed on this report are quarterbacks. So Justin Fields is also questionable. He did miss last week. Aaron Rodgers is also questionable, but he is expected to play, whereas I think Justin Fields is a little bit more up in the air. Please correct me if I'm wrong there. I don't think you are. I do not think you are. And you're the injury queen, so what do I know? Uh, I just pretty much use ESPN's injury report, but that's all right. I can't believe you said that. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Yes, what the heck? They use us. Trademark uh, ESPN. They use us. (laughs) Clyde Edwards-Alaire is placed on injured reserve. Alan Robinson, injured reserve. Cooper Cup, injured reserve. Lots of guys that are in, on injured reserve. And another guy who cannot stay healthy is Elijah Mitchell of the 49ers. He is out probably for the rest of the season. So that's a lot of guys. Just so you know, injured reserve means that guys need to miss at least four games. And that's what all of that means. There's a lot of guys to consider and many more that I did not list. But take all of that when you consider your confidence and choices. Take it all to the bank and uh, consider as needed. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. (laughs) Let's go ahead right away this week. We've got a lot to talk about. There are a ton of incredible games this weekend. Thursday night, 8.15 p.m., Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. And I'll take you back to last year where the Patriots actually, I believe, the only win in the last four meetings with the Buffalo Bills did, in fact, beat them last year. However, that was a very different set of circumstances. That was a crazy, cold, windy, blistery winter game. There were, I'm pretty sure, Mac Jones threw for like three passes that entire game, and they won. Um, It was a completely run-heavy game. Somehow, the Patriots whipped it out. 
This is going to be an entirely different story. Yes, I'm sure it will still be cold. I don't believe the reports for the weather are expected to be that drastic, though. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give this one to the team that has been riding high. They've been doing a really, really good job. They almost got beat by a really good team on Thanksgiving, which was devastating. Ah, gas. But I'm going to give this one to Josh Allen and co. He has just been ripping and roaring, makes it look easy out there. And I think he's going to be able to do it again. They tend to own the Patriots a little bit. I think they're going to be able to keep that up. And I've got the Buffalo Bills double digits at 10. Oh, my goodness. I had a feeling a lot of these confidences for us would be way off. Oh, and boy. <laughs> that theory is proven correct right proven off the bat. Correct already. I have a feeling as well because these were so wild. Like, I literally could make an argument for any of these games to be at number one. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I agree. And on the other side of the spectrum, there's 15 games. I could not almost pick any games I thought were going to be higher than, like, 12 or 13. So, 15 I'm even terrified with. So this is a crazy week. It's chaos. We're going to be doing Christmas chaos in a couple weeks. A little uh, foreshadowing there. But yes, um, I agree with you. I think the Bills are going to win this game. I think they just kind of have it rolling a little bit. They've won a couple games in a row. They're looking like they might be getting it together. Uh, This game is in New England. It is a primetime game. So I know um, Bill Belichick has excelled in his career uh, during those primetime games. He has excelled against the rest of the AFC East. So that's the only reason I knocked this down in terms of confidence levels. Um, So yeah, Mac had 10. I am a lot less confident. I have the Bills, but I have them going into Foxborough and winning at four. Ooh, that is a very drastic difference. Um, Yes, it is. I'm pretty nervous about all the rest of these. I get why you put it low. I definitely contemplated that just because the Patriots have been hot. I saw them against, I believe it was the Vikings last weekend, and Mac Jones looked good. He looked really, really good. Probably the best I've seen him since he started playing in the NFL. I don't know. There's just something about this for me. But I guess if Von Miller is out as well, ooh, that's kind of bad. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. I changed my confidence. I go to one. No way. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Well, I definitely would look at it lower. Okay. There's just so many. But we'll talk about all of okay. that and, and reconcile. Ooh, good word. Matt. Oh, great Ooh. word. Wow. Dictionary.com. Shout I out. I use that in work from time to time. Yes. Oh, little team lead <laughs> McKenz. All right. Looking ahead to Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Kicking it off, first and foremost, the Pittsburgh Steelers at Atlanta Falcons. Oh, and by your reaction, I'm guessing that is not the game that you had next on the list, but that uh, is the game of the picture that I sent you. Yes, uh, my apologies. I did go to ESPN.com and I did write them down. I did thank you for the picture at the time, but I already had mine written out and apparently they did not, co- what's the word I'm looking for? Coagulate? Good word. <laughs> wow. I don't think that's the word that you're looking for, but I will go with it. A cor- correspond. That is what I was yeah. going for. Okay. Correspond. Co- coagulate. coagulate. Wow. Coagulate. Sure Good word. Coagulate. Isn't that kind of like, you know, like when jello and stuff like kind of firms up, it's like coagulating. Hmm. Well, apparently I don't know what the word coagulate means because I'm I thought. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Google coagulate. Let's, let's let our wave makers know or our wave yeah, writers yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. When a fluid changes to a solid or semi-solid state. So yeah, like a jello, okay. you like it coagulates, it turns into like jelloy form or like blood coagulates when it like oh. cr- like clots. That's disgusting. <laughs> so basically whatever like exactly what I said was perfectly basically, valid. 
basically. <laughs> like I said, so I did make the face because I obviously my list and your your list did not coagulate. I had the <laughs> Packers Bears second. But yes, it sounds like I'm doing Steelers Falcons and I'm fine with that. This is a game that I'm very not confident in. Uh, these are two teams that they're kind of like they're not as frustrating as the horses in the NFL with the Colts and the Broncos. F them both. I've said I'm done with them for the last 10 weeks. I really am, and it's going to show this podcast. But the Steelers and Falcons are two teams that they've just kind of been hanging around like two games under 500 to 500. They beat some teams they shouldn't beat. They lose to some teams they shouldn't lose to. So this is a very scary matchup. Uh, The Steelers, we thought they were going to lose to the Colts on Monday night, and obviously they proved us wrong and they won. Pickens is looking much better. Or sorry, Pickens. I agree. I agree. Pickens looking better. Shout out to my boy Mitch, Mitchie Trubisky. Uh, he's looking looking great on the sidelines. He's still looking like he's um, he's ready to come into the game whenever needed. So shout out to him. But yeah, Pickett's looking like the guy in Pittsburgh. And the Falcons, as Mac just alluded to, alluded to, Pitts is has been kind of their top target all season. He's out uh, for the foreseeable future. So I do have the Steelers in this game. Um, I do think it's going to be close. It's in Atlanta. They have a great run game. Mariota's been playing a lot better than people expected. The Falcons, D, I got to see it up close and personal when my boys played them a couple weeks ago. I lost another heartbreaker. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, all that to be said, I have the Steelers winning a close game, and I have them at a field goal. Okay. I also have them at a field goal. Three. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, like ding, I said, ding. Like I said, our confidence lovers are going to be so... They are so coagulating more. right now. So I coagulating. <laughs> No, I, I can agree more. I don't really have anything to add to that analysis because I know we have so many many more games that are going to be a lot closer than this one, just in terms of like the back and forth. Um, and I would say we would go with your pattern of the games and your order, but I do the transition. So I probably got to keep mine and just, I guess, just bounce around your page. Yep. Sounds good. Sorry. I just hit my elbow right in the corner of my desk and it You're hurts. Good. So You're good. You're good. I was trying you to reach, right over there. I was trying to reach to show you this, but I just nailed my elbow. Well, for those of you that can't see what this is, it's a Santa gnome that Bob is, is showing me. Also, I just bought it at uh, at Target at lunch today, and I smoked my elbow in the corner of my desk. So my that's apologies. called Christmas karma, right there. Okay. I hated that. I hated that. Next game we have is the game that you were hoping to get. It is the Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. And I see the despair over there because you were hoping this would be your analysis. But don't worry. I know you're going to have a chance to defend your choice. Because we picked differently on this one, which made me so mad. The Packers already beat the Bears. Bears probably don't have Justin Fields. They just lost their top safety. They just lost their top wide receiver. I don't know how you could argue even more for them, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Why do you Why do you seem so happy? Why did you just seem so happy when you're talking about all the things that are in your favor? Because, because I can't help but just not – I can't help but laugh at the fact that you're still choosing the Bears even though – as much as I hate them, and as much as I hate this guy, the Packers do have quite a decent record. I'm not going to say the words that Aaron Rodgers says when he says he owns you. I'm if not going to say if that. If you did, I'd immediately hop off this podcast. Immediately. Okay. Aaron Rodgers owns you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Wave Riders. I am out of here. I'm calling your bluff on that one. But yes, so either way, I feel like the Packers are going to win this game. Probably no problem, really. Because even though it's in Chicago, I'm sorry. You guys are – if Justin Fields doesn't play, that is a easy, easy win for me. He is Bobby literally – left the chat. 
No, Justin Fields is literally your team. So you can't argue that. But either way, the Packers have been, unfortunately, looking a bit better. Their wide receivers have been kind of growing up a little bit into the game. Still don't think that they are the team that a lot of people think that they are a lot of times. Still think there's really a chance they're not going to make the playoffs. I do think, though, that they are going to beat the Bears this weekend, sadly. What's the confidence level? So you, I'm only saying this because you're so far away from me and you can't come down here to North Carolina. Uh, Packers at 11. Bobby Willen has left the podcast. <laughs> that Go ahead. 11. Your, 11. Turn for your, your turn for your rebuttal. And then how about I do my bet losing after this? So Okay, perfect. That'll make okay. you feel better. Yeah, okay. that does make me feel better. I appreciate it. Okay, so okay. first and foremost... You know who does not, you know what, my Bears. I will not say what you said, the the unsayable. I know he actually does, but I'm not going to admit it. He's done very okay. good against us in his career. I'm okay. not I'm not aloof to that fact. Um, I know, obviously, the stats don't coagulate with how he has done against him. It doesn't really match up. But, yeah, he has beaten the Bears a lot. But this year is different. And just to kind of go off what you said, you said you don't think the Packers are going to make the playoffs. I would literally bet my life savings at this point. They're four and eight. They would have to win out to go nine and eight. And right now, the last wild card spot is the Commanders. They have seven wins and they beat the Packers. So they have the head to head. All the Commanders have to do is get to nine. So the Packers would literally need to win out and they need a lot of help. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, which is amazing. Which is incredible. I'm not, I'm, we're on oh, the I, same page for oh, that I one. Know, I know we're on the same page with that one. Um, I just wanted to let the fans know any, any Packers fans that are like, oh my God. Are we going to make the playoffs? You're not going to make the playoffs, Packers fans. I'm so sorry. But really, am I sorry? Nope. Anyways, I am digressing a lot. We're almost at 25 minutes. Oh, 26. This, obviously, I wanted to put the Bears against the Packers. I know we're probably going to change it. I'm I'm not crazy. But it all depends on, and this is actually for real, if Justin Fields plays, that's a whole different story. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, that's a whole different story. Those things both seem like they're up in the air. I did see today... Fields was limited in practice, and I did see what you just let our fans know that Rodgers is most likely going to play. But he's coming off a rib injury. Uh, they've lost seven out of eight games. Seven out of eight. And keep in mind, the one they did win when we were watching it together in Chicago, they should have lost to the Cowboys. So they oh, yeah. should be on an eight-game losing streak, and obviously that would seem a lot different than, uh, you know, just the Packers coming off a couple losses in a row. But if Fields plays, if – Rodgers does play, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Bears are finally going to grab – you just shook your head very vigorously. What was that? Nothing, nothing. Sorry. If Fields plays, like I said, that was unbelievably rude. If Fields plays, if Rodgers is a little hobbled, I think the Bears win this game in Chicago. We have one thing to hang our hats on in 2022 other than the development of Justin Fields, obviously. So that's why I have my boys. I have us grabbing the rivalry and taking hold of it. Max just rolled her eyes so hard. And I have the Bears at one. And I'd love for you to tell us, um, yeah, a couple things about my boys now. Okay. Well, I respect that you kept it at one. I guess the only the only other thing, well, no, I, I won't even go into it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Never mind. We won't even go into it. So anyways, the bet, because we're changing to the backers. I'm sorry. <laughs> was that we like a- to. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play and Justin Fields does play, we can talk about it. 
that doesn't make me feel much better, but I'll take it. I'll take what okay. I can get. I mean, when someone has 11 of one team and the other person has one of the other, I mean, if it was not Bears and Packers, it's an obvious switch over to Packers. So, we can look at keeping it single digits. How about? Okay, that's that's fair, and I will uh, I'll allow that. I like that. That's All right. fair. Okay, so the bet. I've got my things in my phone here, so let me pull this out. Uh, the bet was that the loser has to say five things that they are thankful for about the other person's team. So obviously I lost. So I have to say the five things that I am thankful for about the bears. And before you start, I do want to say that if there's any that are like sarcastic or like a little bit of a jab at my boys, I will say, "Eh," and that means you have to give me another one. So with that being said, with that being said, the floor is yours and I'll be the judge. Oh boy. Okay. First thing I'm thankful for about the Bears is that they play in the beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois, just south of downtown. So thankful for their location. That's amazing. I don't know if that was like a little half-hearted, like, you know, slap in the face because we might be moving in a couple years. But as of now, that's a great one and one for one. Thank you. Okay. It was a slap in the face because they're moving to Arlington. (laughs) Okay. Well, now- Arlington Bears. (laughs) Strike one. Um, but Strike you, one. No, you already said yes. Okay, number two. I am so thankful for the Chicago Bears team physicians and the medical staff that can help take care of all those injuries like Eddie and Darnell and Justin. Now, see, now I feel like you're just trying to remind me of all the injuries that we're working through right now. <laughs> That's not a great one, but I'll let, you, I'll let it slide. This is getting to be crazy, though. Okay. Continue. Yes, I was just trying to remind you of the injuries. Yep. Okay, number three. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I am so thankful for the Bears' 2023 potential draft position, which has a great chance at number one overall to really improve their team. How is this turning into a punishment for me? What is happening right now? This is supposed to be a punishment for you. And you know what? I'm excited about a great draft pick, so I'm going to accept that one. Great. Yeah, continue. But this, this is starting to turn into something that I didn't want to turn into. Okay, this is my favorite one. Oh, my God. I am so thankful for Soldier Field and that open-air stadium that allows the wind to get in there for all the fans and unfortunately sometimes messes up kickers, which allows the Lions to win. This is <laughs> this is officially ridiculous. If I would have... if For that field. So thankful. If I would have foreseen this, I would have demanded we do the saltine cracker ones or I get to pick your advertisement. This is ridiculous. This is this is just turned into a, a crap on Bob Fest. Well, I think all four are going to be null and void. My fifth one, I am beyond thankful you, for the Bears' number one fan, Bobby Willen. Aww. That was the, that was, no, I'm not going to say aw to that. I was because, waiting, I was waiting for like a, aw, thanks, McKenzie. No, well, I was thinking about it, but your your tone was so disappointed in the one good one that I can't even throw you up. It wasn't disappointed. You said, and finally, I am thankful. I was trying to come across as sincere on the last one. Oh, can, can you say that one more time then? Sorry. Yes. I said, number okay. five, I am beyond thankful for their number one fan, Bobby Willen. Aw, thanks, Mackenzie. That was that was a really good one. That that was nice of you tied it up. And See? It was, it was a nice one to end. All the other four are null and void. Okay, so thanks for the one thing that I like that you're thankful for about the Bears. That was great. I uh, I definitely wouldn't have been sarcastic about my Lions oh, ones. Oh, sure. Wink, wink, wink. But you know what? I'll take it, and uh, I'm happy you're, you're thankful for so many things about the Bears. Oh, yeah, so thankful. That's great. That was really nice. <laughs> that was great. 
Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see. I'm not sure if these next games are going to line up. So if not, if you're good with jumping around, that's okay. Um, I have on my list, the next game is the Jacksonville Jaguars at Detroit Lions. So you get to now rip on my boys. See, that's the thing is, you know, I chose your boys and your boys are playing the best football of the season. And oh. now I wish, I wish I didn't choose your boys so high, but I'm a man of, you know, integrity with this podcast and making sure that we're doing what's right to get the Buka Bucks. And since it's so late in the season and we have not won the Buka Bucks and my dad won last week and my dad's girlfriend won a week before, I think it's making waves time. So um, I'm going to keep my integrity high here. And yeah, I am choosing the Lions and there's a couple of reasons why. Um, Lions are playing some good football. They did beat the Giants a couple of weeks ago that we missed. Uh, shouts out Eli. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, day full of eating oatmeal. <laughs> they obviously won a couple weeks ago against, I don't really want to talk about that game. We've talked about it enough, but they did win that game. And they beat the Packers, which I am thankful for that, um, the week before. So the Lions have won three out of four. They had the Bills on the ropes on Thanksgiving. All jokes aside, I was very bummed for you that uh, they lost the way they did at the end of the game. I know you were going to be bummed and that was going to, you know, make those mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie taste a little less sweet. So, yeah, they were a little salty with my tears in them. Yeah, I can't imagine pumpkin pie with salt being too too tasty. But the Lions are looking like they uh, they've got a squad. The Jags made it a little harder because they did just beat the Ravens. They I always, know that was hard. They always play teams hard that they shouldn't beat. But um, I don't want to take too much time here. Um, so I am just going to say my confidence, and I really hope it's not higher than yours. I have your boys winning in Detroit, and I have them beating the Jags at eight. <laughs> Are you kidding yes. me? You you have the Packers beating my boy. My boy's higher than you have your boys beating the Jags. Yeah. Oh, this is an abomination. Wait, why though? Because I don't. I think that is not necessarily an insult to your boys. It's more of like a taming of myself in my boys because my boys, as you've said, often can find a way to lose. Yeah, but I feel like that narrative has been switched up with winning a close game against the Packers, winning a close game against my boys, and then crushing the Giants. Yeah. And they, they had the Bills on the ropes. Like that, that I game guess that's was... true. I guess that's true. Had we won on, ended up winning on Thanksgiving, I probably would have gone way higher. So that's a good point. I think Jacksonville just kind of really scared me with the Ravens. But the Ravens also yep. have not really been the team that I think everybody thought they would be. So... Must you oh, do that? <laughs> sorry, did, did that make a noise? Yes. Oh, sorry. I literally just flicked that. My bad. <laughs> My apologies. Continue. No problem. Okay. So anyways, yes, I also have the Lions winning, but I have them lower. I have them at five. Wow. 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 You have the Packers at 11 and the Lions at five. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do. I will. Okay. That is. That I is guess I should probably consider that though, because you're right. The Packers have been stinking up a storm. They've been stinking. Oh, explicit. Shitting but, up a storm. Oh. But then, I don't know. Yes, they should have lost to the Cowboys, but they still played really good against them, who's a really solid defense. Anyways, we're going backwards, not forward. Let's go forward to the next game. New York Jets at Minnesota Vikings. New York. New York, New York. Okay, this is my game. Sorry, yes, I was distracted okay. there. Yes, so this is one I know that we disagree on, which kind of surprised me, but I also a little bit see where you're coming from. The hard part is I have this game scary high 
for us to disagree on it. Um, oh I'm going with the Vikings on this one. I know you have been kind of just leading the charge of the Vikings being a fake good team and yep, all sorts of things like that. I personally disagree. I think that they are still a good team. Yes, they have their flashes of being beaten. And I know Kirk Cousins doesn't do great when he is playing in primetime or anything like that. Um, they just won a really good game against New England, which I feel like is a feat in and of itself to beat Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick. And I don't know. I just feel like the Vikings are actually a good team. I know a lot of their games are closer than people would probably like because they can kind of go either way, but they've still been finishing. They have an incredible record. I think the Vikings are a great team. They're definitely going to the playoffs. I don't know. I'm kind of liking the Vikings. I'm liking the way that they've been rolling, rocking, rolling, and I'm going to go with them. And I have them, like I said, at a scary high of 13. No. So it shocked that, me. Are you that's, being sarcastic? That's serious. Sarcastic? That's serious. And so it shocked me when you chose the Jets. Are you being sarcastic? No. I'm being have, 100%. Oh, my God. We have so much to talk about. You have an 11 on one of them we disagreed with, and you have 13 on one we actually disagreed on. So Yeah. Yeah, wow. I have uh, – I always started crying out of out of excitement there. Like I couldn't believe you said thirteen. I thought you were gonna say three. Um, yes, I have the Jets. Um, I am, as Mac alluded to, one of the people that is kind of leading the charge on the fact that I think the Vikings are a fake good team. They have still this this fact has not been um, proven wrong in any of their games. They have not won a game by more than a single possession this season yet. So they've won nine games sure. all by one possession. Obviously, the one game they lost, they lost by, like, 40 to the Cowboys. But, yeah, I mean, they played some good teams. They they lost to the Vikings or the Eagles as well. Um, and, yeah, they've beaten some solid teams. They beat the Bills. I know, kudos on that win. They beat the Patriots. So they do have some solid wins. The Jets' defense just looks so good. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Zach Wilson, which, quick update, Zach Wilson has been benched for – is it Mike, Mike White? Mike White, yes, thank you. For Mike White, and I, once again – Unfortunately, up close and personal, I had to watch my boys play the Jets in a torrential downpour on Sunday. And Mike White had a near-perfect game. He, he added like a different layer to that offense. He threw for like 350 yards in the driving rain, three touchdowns, like five incompletions and no interceptions. So if that wasn't just like a flash in the pan and he's bringing that to this offense, if they have the number one defense in the NFL and now Mike White, who's looking like he could be a guy, that's a scary squad. So I wasn't crazy or anything with any high confidence. And I'm really happy you weren't either on this game because I think it's a toss-up. So I had the Jets based off their defense and what their offense looked like last week. I had Jets at two. Uh, oh. I thought I was. Be- I thought that was pretty reasonable. And then you said, Yikes. I said then, I, then I said 13. We did not coagulate there. That was not coagulated. No, that one was not so good. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely can talk about it. That You make great points. The Jets' defense have has been extremely solid. I guess I'm more so banking on Mike White not being like a consistent team like that. And to be fair, also, the Vikings' defense is a bit stronger than the Bears' defense. What? Right? I mean, that's something you also got to consider. But you're right. They both beat good teams. I don't know. I feel like I'd feel a lot better if Zach Wilson was starting this weekend. Sounds like he's not. But either way, I I believe that the Vikings are actually a good team, and I know that you don't. So I think that's really the crux of the issue here. Crux. Harry Potter shouts out. 
And also, shout out to you real quick talking about Zach Wilson because you were really ragging on him at the start of the season. And then he had like a little string of solid games. And I was like, Mac, you owe him an apology. You you Do saw I? it. You, Do no, I know? No, you absolutely don't. You saw it from I the start. Want, I want my apology gift that you made me send to him. I want that back. Believe me, I've already requested it back, and if not, we're going to be we're going to be Venmoing him uh, a request. So perfect. Okay, great. Yes. As long as you're on my side for that, I'm good. Hundred percent. Okay. So it's so interesting because I had that game so high. In this next game, I have completely opposite. But you would think it would maybe be high. <laughs> oh, I God. have the next one high. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, next game we have is on my list. Maybe it's not the same. Washington Commanders at New York Giants. Is that the same one that you have next on your list? Nope, it was not. Okay, well, what do you got here for the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants? Yes, so Giants have been struggling a little bit. They obviously lost to your boys a couple weeks ago. They lost to the Cowboys last week. They are still a very solid squad. The Commanders, on the other hand, have all of a sudden thrust themselves um, into a playoff position. And yeah, Tyler Taylor Heineke Heineke sorry 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 Taylor I will definitely send some swag you'll have Mac uh, ship that to you tonight my bad I'll send him but, the stuff I get back from Zach Wilson perfect yeah we'll, we'll wash it too Taylor uh, <laughs> I just literally mispronounced his first name and last name you're good zero, you're good just keep zero, rolling zero respect for me and this guy's been playing out like a champ he's been last playing freaking lights out he has been but this game is in New York the Giants um, looked like they were figuring out a little bit against the Cowboys in the second half. I still don't know if this success can be kind of bottled up for the Commanders. I think the Giants are going to get back on track. I think it's going to be a solid game. But I have the Giants winning in New York on Sunday at a confidence level of a half a dozen, six. Oh, okay. Jeez. Okay, wait. Actually, this is still so low. Why (laughs) are we so off? I Wait, so you, you said you have the Giants winning? I do have the Giants winning, correct. Okay, at least we still have the same team. I also have the Giants winning. But for me, I don't know. The Commanders have been just rocking and rolling. Have they lost since Heineke started? Um, They lost one game barely. Let me look it up which one it was. But um, continue, I'll look it up. They have been doing really well. Granted, I don't know necessarily what teams they have been losing to. um, But also this is... They lost once. But lost also, once I think what scares me about this one is um, interdivisional matchups mm-hmm. are always a little scary for me because they could go either way. Both of these teams are clawing for the playoffs right now. So clawing, yeah, just rah, clawing in there. Rah. And so I feel like both teams are going to be fighting hard. I do think the Giants are a better team overall. So I think that's going to win out in the end. But I'm scared about this one, and I actually have it at one. Oh, okay. So this has got to be our farthest apart confidence week of all time. No, we're only, we're only through six but, games. Hey, we did really good in that that when we were far apart that one time. We did. We did. So maybe that's a good thing. It might be a good omen. Let's see on this next one. The Tennessee Titans at Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, obviously, during our little hiatus there, they lost their very first game against that team we were just talking about, the Washington Commanders. So it's also another reason that I'm scared of the Commanders. They just beat the undefeated Eagles like two weeks ago. And Big T, if you're listening, I'm just saying that weekend before, I said that the Eagles had some weaknesses and he didn't want to hear it. But, sorry, Big T. Sorry, sorry Big T. T. But here they come, and they're still win- they're winning again after that. So I think they're going to win again against a very good Tennessee Titans team. 
I am a little nervous about the Eagles' run defense. Has not been the most solid um, in terms of stopping other teams and going up against the King of Kings, Derrick Henry. That's going to be a little bit of a concern in a matchup that we need to monitor, of course. Um, But because of that, I still think the Eagles are a better team. It's just because of that run defense, I lowered them a bit. I have them mid-range, and I have the Eagles at six. I thought you were going to say seven. I was about to go ding, ding, ding. Oh, so close. So at least we are in the same uh, atmosphere here. I agree with everything you just said. I think the Eagles are going to win based off of the fact that they're at home, based off the fact that they are um, rocking and rolling. They've had a couple close wins in a row, but they are winning, and that's all that matters. And they had a great Sunday night performance. They ran for like 350 yards against um, a depleted Packers defense. So, yeah, I agree. I think the Eagles are going to win at home, and I have them at seven. So pretty doggone close. Pretty doggone close. Uh, Our closest, I think, other than our one ding, ding, ding at the very beginning. Other than our ding, ding, ding. The ding, 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 (laughs) ding. Whoa. Where did that go from? Bringing it back. Bringing it back from three weeks ago. The next game we have is the Denver Broncos. (laughs) Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Ravens lost. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I'm so frustrated with Russell and the Broncos. And all Broncos fans, the Broncos stadium, all the Broncos players, they stink. Everybody was like, oh, Broncos are going to make the Super Bowl. Broncos are going to win the division. Broncos have Russell Wilson. No, 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 and no. Everyone on the Broncos team is on the naughty list. Everyone on the Broncos team, especially Russell Wilson, who stretches while he's on the plane, is going to get a massive lump of coal. I don't even think he deserves that. I don't think I don't think he deserves anything other than a visit from the the Grinch this Christmas. But yeah, Ravens just lost a game against the Jags. I don't care at all. This is in Baltimore. Shout out Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Ravens are going to smoke the Broncos because the Broncos suck. They just lost to the Panthers by I don't know two scores without McCaffrey. They have zero will to win. They have zero fight. They're spineless. I think the Broncos are the worst team in the NFL, to be honest. And I'm, I'm totally fine saying that because I think it's the truth. I yeah. just looked at the most recent NFL power rankings. My boys are 3-9. and nine. They're ahead of the Broncos in the power rankings. And finally, ESPN, uh, copyright, got something right with the power rankings. So, yeah, Ravens going to win, and I am not nervous about this game at all. I have them at 13. Broncos suck. All right. <laughs> I mean, not much more I can add to that. I, I agree completely with what you said. Uh, I agree that I think the Broncos are probably the worst team in the NFL, kind of up there. The Houston Texans, those two are neck and neck. But, I mean, the Texans at least have Damien Pierce, and the Broncos yeah. are just pooping themselves left and right. They, so They literally are pooping in their pants left and right. <laughs> literally left and right. Literally pooping in their pants. <laughs> Anyways... Yes, I have the Ravens. I have them at 14. Nice. Love it. Love I think it, that's love the it, highest it. of the week, actually. I do think there's 15 games. I have 15. Like I said, it's oh. the second highest of the week. <laughs> yeah, like you said, second highest. Second highest. Okay, this next game, I struggle with putting this high for many, many reasons. It is the Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans. Obviously, yeah. as we just said, Houston Texans are not a great team this year, unfortunately. They've been, you know... Hanging around some teams, but just just not a great team. I definitely think they're in the running for that number one overall pick next year. They are playing the Cleveland Browns, who, as of this weekend, have a new starting quarterback by the name of Deshaun Watson, who has been under quite a few legal uh, implications for very bad reasons. We do not support him whatsoever. 
in his actions. Um, so it's kind of hard to choose this, choose him in this team anymore, who, you know, a team that would go with guys that are not good guys. Uh, but I do, unfortunately, for the confidence pool, think that the Browns are going to win. I hope they lose. I would love to see him lose to his former team. But I do think that the Browns are, unfortunately, going to win this game just with their run ability as well as some defensive threats against the, the Texans who have been struggling a bit. Yep. And uh, what what is your confidence on oh, that one? I'm sorry. Uh, I hated putting it this high, but I put them at 12. 12. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just kind of mirror everything you said. Obviously, this is a this is a tough game to choose, just because um, I still think it's crazy that Deshaun Watson is allowed to play in the NFL at all. Completely. Obviously, I don't want to speculate on anything, but yeah, I mean, he should not be playing in the NFL. He should not be allowed to do anything. So it's hard to pick the Browns in this game. But yeah, the, the good thing is that he is traveling to his former home. I would hope that he is going to be welcomed with an incredible amount of booze, as hopefully he will be throughout the rest of the season. Um, and yeah, it's really disappointing that the Browns um, would be willing to go with such a, a terrible guy um, to be their starting quarterback, especially with Jacoby Brissett. He's been he's been so good, and he just beat the Bucs. So yeah, it's disappointing. It sucks that the NFL didn't um, you know take take greater actions, but I'm going to leave it at that. And yeah, the Texans, if it was anybody else other than the Texans, I would probably um, go for that other squad. But in the, I guess, in the the mindset of trying to win the Buko Bucks, um, I put this lower than I probably would have. Um, I have the Browns at nine in this game. And as Max said, I will absolutely be cheering so hard for the Texans to win this game. And sure. we will be cheering against the Browns every week for the rest of the season. And as long as he's... Or quarterback. Yeah. Could not agree more. Obviously, you know, like you said, there's nothing we can really do about it. The NFL decided to allow him to continue to play. Um, so at this point, we're just choosing based on the best team, and that's all we can focus on. But uh, glad, glad we threw all that out there just briefly. Yep. Awesome. Okay, well, that wraps up our 1 o'clock slate of games. So we are kicking it off Sunday, 4.05 p.m., the Seattle Seahawks at Los Angeles Rams. Oh my gosh. End of the 1 p.m. games and you didn't... Oh, is it no, time no, no. for an advertisement? I guess not. I guess not. I guess I... We can we can keep trucking along. We already have 50 minutes, so we can keep trucking along if you want. Or do you want to go for an advertisement? Um, Let's just keep trucking along then. Let's do okay. it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, is It's Seahawks Rams? Yeah, Seahawks Rams. Okay. Yeah, this is a tough game. Yeah, the Seahawks, they just lost a really bad one against the Raiders at home. They've lost a couple in a row, so they're starting to fall back into uh, what people expect them to be. Geno still hasn't written back yet, but um, he's definitely looking like he's getting the pen ready. He's licking the tip of it, and he's looking like he might write back a little bit. Obviously, we're all still cheering for Geno. It's a really cool story that he's kind of gone from zero to hero with not really getting much of a chance in the NFL. And he's been starting all season playing so well. Um, and lucky for him this week, they're playing a depleted Rams with no Maddie, no Cooper, uh, Donald. He looked like he sprained his ankle on Sunday. So their three top players will not be playing. Rams are quickly looking like uh, they have no chance in the playoffs, which is crazy after they just won the Super Bowl, you know, I know. 10 months ago, nine months ago. But 
Uh, yeah, for all those reasons, I have the Seahawks and I have them at a dozen. Okay. I like it. I could not agree more. Yes, you're right. Aaron Donald was a questionable for this weekend. And Matty Staff is also questionable for this weekend. He did not play this past week because of a concussion. So definitely, I mean, I couldn't agree more. If both of those guys are out, I'm good bumping this all the way up. Um, but I have the Seahawks and I have them at nine. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. This next game is the game that I am most excited for for this weekend. We are looking at an electric offense playing an incredible defense. The Miami Dolphins at San Francisco 49ers. This is just going to be a good one all the way around. I mean, the Dolphins Dolphins offense has obviously been crazy and has been doing so good. Tua Tagovailoa is back from his injury, and since then he has been just cruising with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They have been incredible, the Miami Dolphins offense. And then the San Francisco 49ers defense on the other end has been really, really good, especially in the past four games. They have shut out teams in the second half for the past four games. They have outscored their opponents 57-0 to in the second half of the past four games. It has been good. Their defense has been shining through like crazy. Um, So I'm excited. I mean, something's got to give here, obviously, an offense or a defense. And then another cool little nugget that I was reading about is that Mike McDaniel, nom, 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 Mike McDaniel, the head coach of Miami Dolphins, he actually worked for Kyle Shanahan, worked under him, was kind of his protege for the past 14 seasons, 14 seasons. That is crazy. They work together so much. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan is now the San Francisco 49ers head coach. Mike McDaniel is now the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. So it's just kind of cool when those storylines match up. They're going and playing these this guy that you worked for for so long. And honestly, I'll be on, I believe that the advantage here goes to Mike McDaniel. He has seen inside and out all that Kyle Shanahan does in his mind. He's been learning under him. He's been watching that defense. He knows how they work, and he is really good at getting creative. So I'm giving the slight edge to the Miami Dolphins. And although I say slight, it's probably higher than it should be because this is a very scary game. But I'm going with the Dolphins, and I'm going with them at seven. Seven. Whoa. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Whoa is right. (laughs) Yeah, this is scary because the Niners are – Recently, the last couple weeks, looking like they could be one of the best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. They look like they could for sure head back to the Super Bowl, especially with CMC fitting into that offense seamlessly. Um, but yeah, I did not know a couple of those nuggets. So thank you for feeding me and the Wave Riders with those. No problem. Hope you're hungry. I was really hungry. Now I'm really full. So thank you. I Yeah, I agree. I think working under someone for that long is huge. And Mike McDaniels, he... He was a previous uh, wave maker of the week earlier this year. So obviously he's had a great, great season. And they only lost a couple of games because Tua had those scary concussions. But yeah, he also seems kind of like a football like genius, kind of like a McVay. So I think he's going to be able to find a way to get through that defense that he's so familiar with. So yeah, I'm a little less confident, but I do think the Dolphins are going to keep rocking and rolling. So I have them at five in San Francisco this weekend. Okay, not too, too far off. So I like that one a lot. Yes. Um, Next one is one that I'm also really excited for, but also nervous about. 
the Kansas City Chiefs at Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, yes, yes. This was another scary one. Uh, I have this one at double digits. Just because the Chiefs are, I think, at this point in the season, far and away the best team in the NFL. They have had such a hard schedule with the Chargers and the uh, Niners and a couple other really hard teams, the Bills. And they just keep winning. They have the second best record in the NFL, despite, I think, having the second hardest uh, schedule thus far. And they're looking like they're finally hitting their stride. Their offense is looking incredible. Chiefs look like they're better than ever, and that is crazy to say without Tyree Kill. But, I mean, Travis Kelsey, he's a stud. Mahomes, he's consistently a stud to the point where we don't even think he's doing that great when he's one of the front runners for the MVP just because we're so used to it. This game's in Cincinnati. The Bengals did just have a solid win against the Titans, but the Titans and the Chiefs are not the same. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, and that is the reason I have them beating the Bengals at 10, which is a little scary in Cincinnati. But, yeah, the Chiefs, I think they're going to get their revenge from that AFC Championship game. Okay, I also think they're going to get revenge, but I am definitely not as confident on this one just because I know, as I was just saying with the Dolphins and the 49ers, something's got to give. Here, something's also got to give because, believe it or not, Joe Burrow is the only quarterback that Patrick Mahomes has not beaten during the regular season and playoffs, I believe. So he has not beaten him yet. And obviously that's only really one year to go off of. So that's a small sample size. But I think he's going to do it this this uh, upcoming game here this weekend. I am just a little bit concerned that the Bengals maybe have his number a little bit. And I guess we'll find out this weekend if Patrick Holmes is going to continue this streak of doing really, really good towards the end of each season or if the Bengals are going to come in and snuff it out again, just like they did last year. Um, I've got the Chiefs, and I've got them at four. Oh, okay. Four and ten. Another one that we will have to discuss off-air. 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 At, off at least we have the same teams. At least off-air, air, air. We do have the same teams here, and I yeah. think we have the same team for this next one as well. The Los Angeles Chargers at Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm going with the Chargers in this one. They have been up and down all season. We don't know if we can trust them. Uh, Mike Williams has been injured. Keenan Allen has been injured. Justin Herbert has been injured, but then played through it. Uh, obviously, they have Austin Eckler, but I don't know that he's been injured. But still, just they've got good weapons that have been in and out. So it's really been hard to trust them because they haven't been doing what we thought they were going to be doing. But that is also the very same storyline for the Las Vegas Raiders who came in. Obviously, they acquired Devontae Adams in the offseason, have just been looking brutal. The biggest players on their team's team right now are both on injured reserve with Hunter Renfro and why am I drawing a blank on there? Darren Waller, uh, Waller. both on injured reserve. So that's obviously going to be rough for them to not have two of their other big weapons besides Adams. I think the Chargers are going to win here, and I've got them at eight. At eight, okay. Yeah, I don't. I was about to say we were close on that one, but then I saw my confidence we're not close on that one. I will is... say, sorry, I'll chime in with one more thing. The yes. biggest thing I'm nervous about here is the Chargers' run defense is not great. In the Raiders, Josh Jacobs, he is a little banged up, so that's something important to to watch okay. but he just put up almost 50 fantasy points this past week 48 or 49 
absurd. That guy is an animal, a beast. He is going to, if he is healthy, I think he's going to unleash on that defense. I'm just hoping that Justin Herbert and company can keep up with that. He is an animal. He is a beast. Um, I'm so happy that I <laughs> he's decided. He's a beastie animal. <laughs> he's a beastie animal. Josh Jacobs, shouts out to you. And if we did wave makers this week, he would most likely be the most obvious choice, maybe of the season with how he played last week. But yeah, I, all that being said with Josh Jacobs, I still think the Chargers are going to win. They have been figuring it out. That offense is looking like it's finally healthy for the most part. And I don't want to say too much because I know we're almost, oh, we're almost at more than an hour. We're over an hour, but uh, I have the Chargers and I have them at 14 against the Raiders. So that's a little oh, scary. Holy guacamole. <laughs> holy guacamole is right. And that's a little scary, but uh yeah, the Raiders have not been good. I don't want to take just that sample size last week against the Seahawks, but they've been they've been pretty bad. So I'm I'm putting my my hopes and dreams in in Herbert's hands. Don't mess it up. All right, Herbert, you've got something very delicate in your hands right now. Bob's hopes and dreams. Please very do delicate. not crush them. Please, Please do don't. not crush them. After what the Lions and Bears did to me in that game a couple weeks ago, they're very gentle and delicate. So please <laughs> handle with care. Handle with care. I appreciate that, Justin Herbert. Take care of my best friend, would you? That's so nice. Thank you. So nice. Please, Herbert, be nice to me. Thank you very much. Please be nice. Well, I'm not going to be nice because it feels weird not having advertisements. So before we move into the Sunday night game, 8.20 p.m., let's get an advertisement in there, shall we? It's not not making waves. Even if it's late, it's not making waves without an advertisement. It's not, so I will do it. And I think we'll have another one here in about 20 seconds. Oh, sorry. Out of time, actually. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay, yeah, I'll make this one really, really short then. Today's podcast, first Christmas edition, is brought to you by Chesapeake Bay Candles. Candles, candles, you can put them on a cupcake. You can put them on a cake. You can put them in your apartment to bring it festive fate. Yeah, yeah, candles, candles, yeah, yeah. Chesapeake Bay, get the candles, two for 20, three, four, 49, <laughs> All right, I like it. Two for 20, three for 49, 55. Third, is, that, is that a terrible the third deal? candle is just $19, and the other two candles combined are 20. <laughs> Literally? When I asked if we were doing a pot or if we were doing an advertisement, I had a candle in my head and it was going to be so good, and I lost it midway, and I just was going off. Hey, off the it cup sounded there. great, and I also love how you were like, "I'm going to make this quick so we can fit in our advertisement." It's like a minute long advertisement. I really was feeling myself on that one. Candles, candles, hey! I liked it. It was pretty catchy. I wanted to switch up like the tune. I feel like I always have the same tunes. I want. I, to I always. I've got the like fifties. Bop yeah. bop bop. <laughs> Well, the, the fans love your tune. They like actually. Oh, I don't know about that. I better start brainstorming. Uh-huh. I'm going to brainstorm while you do this Sunday night, 8.20 p.m., Indianapolis Colts at Dallas Cowboys. Well, you better brainstorm very fast because this oh, is going to be my quickest analysis. This okay. is my most confident game of the week. Cowboys are playing amazing. I think they've been playing like the best team in the NFL the last couple of weeks, maybe minus the Chiefs. Colts, I mean, you can't trust them. They don't win. I still want to burn down the city, but the Big Ten Championship game is there this Saturday night. Um, So, yeah, with that being said, I got the Cowboys. I think they're going to continue rolling in Dallas on Sunday night. I've got the Cowboys, and I've got them at 15. 
Okay, ding, 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 15. Let's go. I was, that was really, really quick, and I feel like you were talking faster on purpose. No, never. But that's okay. Uh, I also have the Cowboys, and I also have them at 15, my highest Whoa. confidence. Ding, ding, ding. And with that being said, I know we only have one game left of this week. So with that being said, Mac, I would love to hear our second, and me and all the Wave Riders would love to hear your classic 50s, you know, rhythm and beat here for the second all right. advertisement. Well, let's see if episode. I can change up the rhythm, because right now all that's stuck in my head is... Uh, 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 uh. Candles, candles. <laughs> all right, this second Making Waves advertisement of week 13 of the NFL is brought to you by... Members mark paper towels. If you need something big and you want to buy in bulk, get a members mark paper towel. You would need to be Hulk to pull them apart because they're so darn strong. Members mark. Whoa, wait, that was, did you, did you just read that off or I, something? No, I literally, I'm not even kidding. There have been some that I uh, made up and wrote, wrote down in the past, but that one actually just came right off the noodle, baby. Oh my God, that might be the best of the season compared to mine that just right, like drug on for a minute. That I was will... short, sweet, and you did it like do your classic, like just, just drawing along. Yeah, just going along. I was going to keep going at the very end, but I was like, I'm just going to stop, and I'm just going to let there be a pause until you say something. Don't need to fill this base. That was literally perfect. And then shout out to those uh, paper towels, because if you got to be I did hold- write. I did write, if you can see in my notes here, if you need something big, grab paper towel. I mean, that's what I grabbed. <laughs> that's, that's not much that you wrote down. <laughs> And shouts out to those paper towels. If you got to be Hulk to pull those apart, those are some strong arch paper towels. Shouts out to them. That's actually pretty incredible. Thanks, Sam's Club and Members Mark Products. Thanks, Members Mark and Mac. That was, I mean, you didn't skip a beat. Missing hey. two weeks. You didn't, you didn't skip a beat with the uh, with the ad. Shouts out to you. It was a bit of a slant rhyme because I threw in Members Mark with like Hulk, but it's okay. I mean, hey, it worked. I it liked worked. it. It worked. All right. And now we are on to our very last game, Monday night, 8.15 p.m., New Orleans Saints at Tampa Bay Bucks. And can I help you there, sir? I'm just laughing because I'm looking at what confidence you have left, and we are almost, so far off. We're almost, oh, ten apart. we're almost 10 apart on this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have the Saints in this game, which oh I think gosh. you forgot because I believe you chose the Bucks. And the reason I have the Saints is because if you'll remember, I know the Bucks kind of broke the streak earlier in the season, so I don't know how much of an effect it will have here. But the Saints have a bit of a hold over Tom Brady. He's beat them once in his career as a Buccaneer. And it was this year. It was earlier this year. I totally understand that. My concern, however, though, is that the Bucs have not really been like the best team this year. And I know the Saints have been up, down, all around, left, right. Who knows who's even playing all the time. They haven't been looking great either. So that's why I kept this so low. I'm just a little concerned that that hold the Saints seem to have over Tom Brady. A lot of times teams, even if you beat them like once, twice, if they regularly beat you, there's a little bit more to it. Um, it could, though, be that Sean, it was really Sean Payton who had the hold over Tom Brady, and he's not there great anymore. Point. So, great point. So great points, and I'm really kind of leading up to your arguments here and not really defending the Saints much, but that's just my little concern there with the Saints. So I did choose the Saints. I chose them at two. 
Okay. Well, between our um, Jets-Vikings difference, our Bears-Packers, and now the biggest difference, second biggest difference, Bucks-Saints, we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow. But, yeah, so I have the Bucks. Uh, this is a Monday night game. I don't have numbers in front of me. I wish I had some big juicy nugs to, like, tell you what Brady's Monday night plus Sunday night plus Thursday night plus, like, holiday record is. I don't. I feel like with him being the GOAT, he's very good on primetime, especially at home. Um, and also, this is kind of like a must-win for the Bucs after losing last week to the Browns. Um, the Bucs Fair. still are tied for first. Brady is amazing in December. He loves the holidays just as much as me. We talk about it all the time. He loves Christmas. He loves New Year. Uh, he loves Hanukkah as well. He loves all the holidays, um, Kwanzaa, uh, Packing Day, Boxing Day. But I can't base my argument off of Brady's love for the holidays. I just think that he's so good after a loss historically that he does not lose two games in a row for the most part. The Saints, they are just so up and down, they're hard to trust. And based off of this week being so hard, I know that wasn't a very strong argument, so I'm sure I'll come up with some points to uh, hit you with when we're talking tomorrow, but I have the Bucks at 11. Okay. Yes, that sounds good. Well, you can come up with some more points. And I kind of, as I was talking, was convincing myself that maybe it was more of a Sean Payton thing than right, yeah. anything else. Yeah, but agreed. Still, we can talk about that one. Again, kind of like we said earlier, if a team has the other ones that high and the other team does not so much, it's probably very clear a reason, and that's probably a good chance we're going to go with the team that has been ranked really high. Uh, but we've got a lot of work to do, my friend. Yes, we sure do, and I could not be more excited. And, <laughs> yeah, just th- thank you so much, everybody, for the patience. Last couple of weeks, obviously, life happens, and we wanted to be with our families and friends last week, or families. We are both with our family last week, um, and obviously with sickness the week before. But um, mm-hmm. we're so happy to be back, and – just a little teaser. We've got some very exciting episodes the next couple of weeks, so definitely join us. We've got a Christmas Chaos episode, which is my favorite episode of the entire year last year, and then we'll also do some other randomized um, picks to make it really fun. So we've got some fun coming up in December. Thank you so much for coming back, and uh, let's get let's uh, let's go get those buco bucks this weekend. Absolutely, could not agree. Thank y'all for sticking with us through the past couple of weeks, and then now also through this episode. We will see you next week. Peace.